0: Learning morning, Kisavai, Chilak Sikha Beis. There's a famous Hayam Yayam where the Rebbe brings down the story how the Mitzl Rebbe heard the reading of parski Kisavai on Shabbos, and he got very sick until they were unsure, the Alta Rebbe was unsure if he'd be able to fast that year on Yom Kippur. When they asked the Freedek Rebbe, or they asked, sorry, the Mitzl why did he get so sick? He said he heard the Chlales being read of parski Kisavai. They turned to him and said, one minute, didn't you hear it last year too? He said, when my father, the altar Rebbe, reads it, I don't hear any curses. And I always wondered, what does that mean? How do you, how do you uh, read in something different in these, in these curses? And Baruch Hashem, in this week's Sicha, the Rebbe clues us in at least a little bit to one Pasuk, the last Pasuk of the Teichicha, and explains to us a very fascinating Sicha, how, on one hand, in Pshutish or Mikra, Rashi teaches us, um, how the how every word of the Pasuk brings out the layers and layers of curses and um, to the Yidden. But on the other hand, that same Pasuk with Rashi can be understood as the deepest brachas. And that also fits in with what the Rebbe said, the Yalch Rebbe said, whose birthday is Chael, this week, that Rashi is Shel Torah, that there's the line of Torah, there's the secrets of Torah that are hidden in the Rashi. So let's see what um, let's do a little part of the Sicha. So, Perek Chof Ches, Pasuk Sama Ches, the last Pasuk that discusses the, the last Pasuk of the Teichah, goes as follows, Ve'ashilcha Hashem Mitzrayim, Hashem will return you to Mitzrayim, Baniyes, in ships, but Baderach, and you'll go on the route, Asher Amartilcha, that I told you, Le'isosifay, Loresa, that you'll never see it again, Vismakarit Hashem Le'evechah, and you'll try to sell yourselves as slaves to your enemies? La vadim ulishvachai says, slaves and maidservants, kaina. However, there will not be any buyers. And Rashi explains, ve'ain kaina. Why won't there be any buyers? Because you will be sentenced to death and not to be sold as slaves. Now, if you look at those pasuk simply, you think that there's two parts to the pasuk. First part of the pasuk is that the Yidin will be returned to Mitzrayim. Number two, what will happen when they get to Mitzrayim? They'll be sentenced to death. However, there's a lot more in the Pesukim. There's a lot more talks about how the route that you'll go to Batran, There's going to be ships. You'll go on a route that you never saw before. And, l'chairah, seemingly, our first question is, on this Pesuk, why does the Pesuk, why is that relevant? How does that fit into the Taychacha? So, that's when we look at the Pesuk. Then we look at the Rashi, and the first Rashi on Pesuk, Samaches is the following. Ba'an so Rashi translates, what does a mean? So Rashi says, ships. But then Rashi says, in captivity. Now, think about it. Captivity means, captivity um, is the general thing that will happen, that the Yiddin will be returned to Mitzrayim as captives. Wouldn't that be more appropriate to be explained on the word the that Hashem will return you to Mitzrayim in captivity? Why does Rashi put it into the Rashi of the ships? And based on these two questions, one on you know what's the all the added words in the pasuk, as well as when you look at the Rashi, what's he what's he adding that word Vashivya to the to the Rashi about the ships, leads the Rebbe to the following conclusion. The Rashi is actually telling you that every single word of this pasuk is adding another deeper and worse and harsher layer to the taikika. And some of it's self-understood if you approach the pasuk that way, and some the ones that aren't, Rashi explains it to you. So let's look at the pasuk um, the way the Reb explains it, based on the Rashi. So number one, again, this is the last pasuk of the Teichah. The Hashem Mitzrayim. The first thing is Hashem will return to Mitzrayim. Rashi doesn't explain what's so bad about that. We know what's so bad about that. Mitzrayim was the worst place. He even left it. They were enslaved for so many years. He never wanted to see the place again. as you not You can't live in Mitzrayim anymore. So the fact that Hashem will return you to Mitzrayim, the place that you never wanted to see again, self-understood. Rashi doesn't need to explain that. But then the passage continues. How will you go to Mitzrayim? Ba'aniyais, which Rashi tells us, is a sfina, a ship. However, when you're going on the ship, you will be b'shivya, in captivity. Think about the difference between being a captive led on land, being brought back to Mitzrayim, or on a ship. When you're on a ship, you're cramped in a dungeon on the bottom, everyone cramped, the, the conditions obviously are very horrible. Um, you're more under the control of the captors as opposed to when you're traveling, you know there's space, you're out you're out, you're outside, etc. So Banias Rachi says, not only are you going to Mitzrayim, placing everyone to step foot, but how you're going to Mitzrayim will also be in the harshest condition. and will be on so we have a ship, and on the ship you are going to be a captive. And Therefore, all the intolerable conditions will, that exist when you're going as a captive on a ship. But then we continue. The passage continues, not only will you go on a ship, there will be parked by sea, which will be as a captive on a ship, but then there will be, You're also going going to go on a route that, I told you, you'll never see again. What does that mean? You're going to be going through the midbar. What's the midbar? In my Eimayim. There's no water. Nachar, Saraf, Akrov. How many miracles do you need as they traveled forty years in the desert? Why do you need all those miracles? Why do they need the clouds of glory, the Bearishal Miriam, and all the different miracles that happened? Because it's a midbar. It's a, it's a treacherous journey, and this will be the journey that you will take. So we start off again. You're going to go to Mithraim, a place you never want to go. How are you going to go there? You'll be a captive on a ship, and not only that, you'll also go on the route that is so difficult to go through. And when it will happen, that you will want to, you will request to be sold, as Rashi explains, as slaves, meaning to say your conditions will be so, you'll be suffering so much that you'll say anything is better than this. And you'll ask people, you're going to want, the the Yiddin themselves will be requesting, please buy us. Get us out of this situation. And who are they going to? To their enemies. That's how bad their current status will be that they'll want to be sold to their enemies as slave and servants. But the worst part is the end of the passage, the in There'll be no buyers. Why? Because the Yiddin will be sentenced to death, Herig, Vikulayan, and destruction. So here we see that how Rashi learns this in Shruti Mikra, and therefore those Rashi's, where it's not self-understood, how each detail is adding another layer to the suffering and pain and punishment, and there Rashi comes to explain it to us. And now we understand how this how every single word of the Pasuk brings out the, um, the really the, the how terrible this taikha really is. But as we said, there's a Yanishal ta'ira. There's also how the Nitzlarebbe, hears this Pasuk, and how other great tzaddikim hear the Pasuk. And the Rebbe clues us in on that in the Sicha as well. What's the point of Teichacha? What's the point of the rebuke of Yiddin and the Yiddin going through all the suffering? The point is that the Yidin should come to the advantage of Tshuva, which Tshuva is such a great advantage that even a tzaddik can get there. A tzaddik can only, can only uplift the neutral, the klipas Naiga in the world. However, the sparks that fall deep down in the gimel klipas of the fall down so low, which really shows on the source of so high, because I'm una- unable to transform those things. However, that tshuva, when they transform their averis into, when they do tshuva for their averis, they uplift all those sparks that were brought down into the Gimel clips like Mayas. and therefore, this dainis, those averis, become zachyes, they become merits. There's an evil of tshuva, there's an advantage of, of tshuva. And that's the idea of the Heshivacha Hashem mitrayim. Hashem will return. Heshivacha is from the expression of Teshuvah. Hashem will bring you to the great advantage of Chuva, which is found in the lowest places, which is found in Mitzrayim. It's found in Shem. In Exodus it explains Shem is there. What's there? It's not here. It's not the place of holiness. It's Shem. It's there. It's the place of Klippah. Your enemies, a Yid is going to uplift those through going through Trian and going on these roots that we never that we never want to see again, through that we transform those places and through that we get and through that we elevate the sparks that are there. And then what happens is the inchain. aim can also be, look what the Torah explains, can also be ayin, which means that we reveal the level of ayin, which the Rebbe explains in the Sikha is a level that's even higher than Atsilas. The Inkaina that through the elevator of Chuva, we reveal the deepest levels of holiness. But this is all just the Pasuk itself. But then, when we learn the Pasuk together with Pirosh Rashi, we get even much deeper. We get the Yenoshul Torah, we get the secret of the Torah, that, because a Yid is a Chilak HaLekah in he is a Chilak is a part of Hashem, so you can't say that the whole point of coming down into Golos is only to uplift the sparks that are around us. Obviously, there has to also be this transformational effect also on the Yid himself. Which may be the main reason why the neshama came down here, not only to uplift the sparks that are all over the place that we need to uplift, but even to uplift the Yid who's doing that job. As we know that tshuva doesn't only affect the whatever we're doing tshuva with, but it also has an unbelievable transformational effect on the Yid who does it. And that's what the passage says, and what does Rashi explain on that? Atem you request to be sold. Which that idea expresses the idea of a vayda What's the difference between a servant and a son? A son naturally follows his father's path. He has a natural desire and inclination to follow what Hashem tells him. So ben and notel Hashem lekechem is expresses the idea of a yid who naturally follows Hashem. What does an Eved mean? An Eved expresses the idea that, he, that the Yid wants to do something else. The Yid doesn't want to do what Hashem wants naturally. But nevertheless, the Yid forces himself, which represents the idea that a Yid reaches the level of an Eved, of Kabbalah of tremendous Kabbalah self that regardless of what they want to do, they do what Hashem wants to do. And then what happens is the Ein What does Rashi say, the Ein Kainah? That, sen- that the Yid will be sentenced to Herig and Kulayin. What's the Pirish Phanemi? What's the inner dimension of Herig? Herig means that a Yid completely destroyed his... that a Yid completely destroyed his desire for anything else while he's down in this world. Not after he passed away. But while he's down in this world, he's in a physical world he has no desire for anything for anything physical. It's all it's, it's, he's he's he reached a level that an reaches after they leave this world. So while he is in this world, he killed his desire for anything that's out of this world, and all he wants is a kilayan, a thirst for a kaddish varachum, and he reaches that while he's while he's in this world, and through that. So through that understanding, so on one hand, again, like we see in Shilte Shomikra, we see how this pasuk holds within it the deepest um, and harshest um, curses. But on the other hand, through the inner dimension, and uh, again, using the words of Rashi, using the words of Rashi, we uncover the Yenoshul Tarot We can cover the deepest brachas that are here. And the may be the Yerushar's will that through learning the initial Torah, through learning the secrets of Torah and the plenus of Torah, from the the Teichachah should we actually reveal the inner good that is lying in the Teichachah. And this should be revealed in a way that we can actually see it, that everyone should be able to see with their eyes, with their physical eyes, only good in a revealed sense, Banachayim's inner revicha, and... And all the teiches should only go alevecha on our enemies, and every in, in the entire Kal Yisrael should be written and sealed for kesivas in the for a certain type mesukah, but tevel nearer in a revealed sense until the ultimate bracha, the coming of Mashiach Tzidkenu, bimhira b'yaminu manish. Thank you so very much for listening.